This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Wednesday, 29 November, in the year of our Lord, 2023. Thank you uh, for joining us back um, for the late afternoon and the early evening edition of the War Room. We have breaking news out of uh, Arizona. Congressman Biggs is going to join us in a moment from the nation's capital, but we have Abe Hamaday from Phoenix. Abe, uh, Captain Hamaday, you actually are the winner and the attorney general of uh, the state of Arizona. Unfortunately... Because of weak Republican judges in a process that is beyond screwed up, uh, there's someone else sitting in that office, and today they indicted. This is the opening shots, and we told people, we warned people about this, the opening shots of the 2024 campaign. They indicted uh, supervisors in Cochise County for doing their constitutional duty. Walk me through what happened this afternoon in, uh, in Arizona, sir. Chris Mays, the illegitimate AG who occupies that office right now, has filed two felony indictments against these two supervisors. And this has to do with um, exactly what happened last year during this time period, where the Cochise County, they didn't want to certify their elections because they believe that there were massive problems that occurred in other counties, say in Maricopa County, for instance. So this is Mays, you know, flexing her muscle to try to crush her political opponents and to try to silence the American people. But Stephen, if you remember what happened last year, Pinal County certified an uncertified election. That that election should have never been certified. That's what shrunk Chris Mays' lead from 511 votes to 280 votes out of 2.5 million, the closest race in Arizona history. So this is where Chris Mays, this is, I believe it's a cover-up. She's going after people just last week. She went after Mojave County. She threatened them with arrests and indictments if they decided to hand count their ballots. So what do these people who claim that they're defending democracy, what do they have to hide? If they're trying to oppose transparency, what are they hiding? Well, we know what they're hiding. They're they're trying to hide their cover-ups, what they do to rig our elections. And that's why I've continued my lawsuits we have two ongoing election lawsuits right now, but unfortunately, you're exactly right. The too many weak Republicans, and unfortunately, a lot of them are in the ju- judiciary, they don't want to act like what's going on in our country is reality, where the rule of law is being crushed and destroyed by the radical left. But Republicans are culpable because if you are in a position of power and choose to do nothing, you are exactly as much culpable as the Democrats who have done this to the American people. Abe, um, I know you've got an event to go to because uh, you're running for Congress uh, in Arizona. Uh, I, I, but what should be done? We're going to have uh, Borelli and Fincham and others on tomorrow morning. Uh, what then should be done on this? Because this is lawfare. They're ratcheting it up. They're going after supervisors on felony charges that, co- that have significant jail time to try to cower people not to fight for free and fair elections. What is to be done since we have an illegitimate Attorney General sitting in the office in Arizona. 
It's really difficult because we have a captured government and a captured court system, Steve. Well, what I've been calling on the legislature is to flex their muscle to withhold some of their funding to these supervisors, especially the ones who have who have totally destroyed the confidence in our elections. But right now, I've been fighting as an in, in my individual capacity with two lawsuits to try to prevent what's about to, what I see is inevitable in 2024 here in Arizona. And I think we have to work our, its way through the courts, but. It's going to be difficult. I think making sure that we expose the system as much as possible is is really important. And these are margin races, but also being on the lookout for exactly this type of behavior and what they do. So that's why we preemptively filed our lawsuit just a year before the election of for next year. But you know, Steve, this is it's really worrisome because I've seen the inside of the establishment of the corruption. And I know who the phonies are. I know who the crooks are. And believe me, we're surrounded by them. And it's not just the Democrats. It's also these spineless Republicans. And, you know, I think this is where I'm glad you're having Senator Sonny Borelli on, who has been a real advocate for election integrity and Wendy Rogers as well. But, you know, we have to keep the pressure on what I'm looking forward to most when I'm in Congress is passing election integrity at the federal level. We have to stop with this nonsense. Once we take power, we have to actually utilize it. I'm going to I'm going to introduce leg legislation to ban ranked choice voting at the federal level. I'm going to introduce leg reg uh, legislation to clean up our voting rolls at the federal level. We have to get tough because we all know every single problem in our country so one of the main issues is going to be election integrity, because how could we solve the border? How can we solve our foreign policy or inflation if we don't fix and uh, solve the, the elections that have been compromised? Uh, Abe, how do people get to you and find out about your current campaign and more information about this? Like I said, we're going to Borelli, Fincham, others. This is blockbuster news out of Arizona, uh, felony charges against supervisors who were sitting there going, hey, you know, we see Pinal County, we see some of the Maricopa, this thing looks like a mess. We want to stand up for the citizens of Cochise County, uh, which is one of the border counties. Um, how, do, how do people follow you and get more information about your fight? Yeah, they can continue to watch me on Twitter at Abraham Hamaday or on Truth Social or Getter. And they can go to my website at abe4az.com, A-B-E-F-O-R-A-Z.com. Uh Thank you very much, uh, Abe Hamaday. Look forward to following your race out there in Arizona. Thanks, Let me bring Steve. in Congressman Andy Biggs. Congressman Biggs, we were going to have you here on on the border and the Ukraine bill and the and the spending, but I got to ask you about this. this. Is a blockbuster coming out of Arizona, and you know how screwed up the elections are out there. Shot across the bow. This this is the opening salvo on twenty twenty four. They're trying to intimidate people. They want to use lawfare. They want to put people in prison, supervisors in prison, that are standing up. For their constituents, sir, your thoughts? Yeah, it's outrageous. I appreciate what Abe said, and I think he's right. But, but I want to add some other rationale to it, too, because, uh, yeah, it, it, they want to intimidate. But don't forget that this is a, a, a strong message that the Democrats are trying to send to Republicans. And that's why they're going after Republicans. I mean, I mean, you actually had Republicans standing up saying, you know, we've got a problem with our elections around the state. We're not going to certify this till we know what's going on. And they want to attack this. This is Chris Mays wants to attack them. Uh, and so it's it's actually a, a bigger problem. Uh, so much of what needs to be corrected has to be corrected at the state level. And so we need the state legislature to get in there and and fix it. But they they're not able to fix it because every time they did something this past session, 
you have a governor, Katie Hobbs, who who's a, a leftist Democrat, who smacked them down and vetoed that stuff and prevented it from going forward. When we've tried to get uh, the corrections in the federal government, so Abe actually mentioned was something that is actually critical, and that is you have to t- attack the Help America Votes Act and the and the Voting Rights Act because those are the are the are the acts that actually prevent you from cleaning up voter rolls. And if you don't clean up voter rolls, then it, it, in the end it won't matter what you do because uh, you're dealing with a corrupted base to begin with. And that's why you have to be able to clean up the voter rolls. And so we've, we've seen lawsuits filed when states have tried to clean up the voter rolls. And we've, we've seen the federals, uh, federal government fail to uh, modify those federal laws, which, by the way, they're probably not constitutional because uh, the date-time manner clause of the U.S. Constitution, which delegates that to the states. But um, this is a dangerous, dangerous precedent. And um, I, I, I'm actually, quite frankly, shocked that uh, Chris Mays would actually dare to do this. This is for two, it's winning by 281 votes, and she's now going to indict and imprison these supervisors that are standing up for their people in these, in these, in these hard, hard scrabble counties like Cochise and Mojave. These are some of the best people in this country. I, I've, I know you're crammed for time, so look. You're an interesting character, and here's why. You're at the center of – you're the leader and one of the leaders of balance the budget of the – you know, no more CRs, cut the spending, no Ukraine. Also, you're the leader and I think one of the intellectual leaders of border security. Plus, you know all about the oversight and the judiciary on the impeachment and the oversight of, of the Biden crime family. You take it wherever you go. <laughs> you're in the middle of all this. Our audience wants impeachment. They want oversight. They want to stop the nonsense. They want indictments, uh, subpoenas. They also want to see a massive cut in the federal budget, no money to Ukraine. And they want to stop the gimmicks on the border, particularly try to get Ukraine money. You take it, brother, because you're, you're in the middle of you're the, it's intersectionality with uh, Andy Biggs. Yeah, well, <laughs> Steve, let's talk first about Hunter Biden. Uh, Hunter Biden has got to come in to do that deposition. Failure to come in would, would mean that he is defying a subpoena uh, and that then we should proceed to do all we can to hold him in contempt. The problem, of course, is we don't have police power. And so what will happen is we're going to have to petition the DOJ to, to, to uh, uh, hold him in contempt. I believe, that actually, that Democrats are going to uh, they, they want to throw Hunter. He's the, he's the, the scapegoat. So they're willing to throw him off the bus, but he's got to come in. And when he comes in, there is so much that we're going to adduce from him uh, uh, that, that we think that's why that's why they're trying to do this. This didn't. Uh, but hang on. But hang show. on. Abby, Abby, didn't didn't Abby Lowe call your guys bluff and say, hey, he'll come in publicly and let Andy yeah. Biggs have at him on national TV. Did you not call your guys bluff? No, no. What what they want is they want a committee hearing. So this is not, not going to be like the J6, which is orchestrated, where everybody on there already well, was against Trump and, and, and had their, their setup there. That what this is, is they want us to do a committee hearing, which is everybody gets five minutes, uh, you know, an R, then a D, then an R and a D. And it, it, so the R asks a question. He filibusters for, for three minutes him and Han, and then you got to ask a follow-up question, and then your time's done. When a, a closed-door deposition, that means we take turns hour, R, an hour for the Ds, an hour for the R, an hour for the Ds, until the questions are exhausted. 
And so that means that our lawyers may be asking some questions and then I want to ask follow-ups to that or else I want to develop it something different. That means I can ask questions and they don't. the last thing they want is for Biggs to sit there for 30 minutes uh, in a row asking questions, getting the follow-ups on six different topics that he is unprepared to answer. And so he starts taking the Fifth Amendment. That's what he wants to avoid because when he starts taking the Fifth Amendment, everybody knows the game is up uh, with Hunter Biden. Um, when do you think this is going to come to a head? So the impeachment inquiry, we're going to we're going to uh, we're going to probably take a vote on it before too long, uh, so that uh, every we have the the feel of the entire conference. I haven't been uh, people have come up to me, but I haven't been whipping votes to see or counting votes. I, I think we're actually pretty close to actually having enough horses to to get this over. So once that happens, goes to the judiciary. It won't take too very long, in my opinion, uh, to review the evidence. Uh, take a vote one way or the other, and I would suspect sometime early spring at the latest, uh, we might get something going. Don't be surprised if something happens even late January, if we really put pedal to the metal, which we're trying to do. Um, I would encourage people to have patience. We've gotten so much evidence, I mean, from everything from Ukraine to China to uh, Russia to, I mean, and I will just tell you this. The timeline's always very clear. Uh, a request is made, money changes hands, uh, something is done on behalf of that individual, and then somewhere along the pike, Joe Biden gets some money. They're trying to say, oh, those were loan repayments or those were loan loans. The reality is we're talking millions of dollars. There's absolutely no loan documents unless they're manufacturing them right now. And it, it's, it's, it's pure and simple. It's bribery, which is a constitutionally impeachable offense. So that that'll happen sooner rather Congressman, than Congressman, I, I know you got to bounce. Can we hold you through a break and keep you for a few more minutes? Or we're going to lose you. you. You make the call. How am I doing time wise? I only have two minutes, Steve. I'm sorry. I, I got okay, no, that's okay. Uh, give us get, that's okay. Give us your. I know you're busy. We'll get you back on the other topics. Give us your social media, your website. Where can people go to get you? Yeah, thanks. Bigs.house.gov. That's the official site. Um, or you can go to uh, Rep. Andy Biggs AZ. And that will get you uh, into the non-official side as well. So you're in the, you're in the middle of everything. So we'll chase your staff down and get you back on here. Hopefully tomorrow or the next day. Thank you, Congressman. Love to Biggs. do it, Steve. Thanks so much. Thanks, brother. Um, there's a lot going on, as you can tell. Blockbuster news out of Arizona: the lawfare has started, and for 2024, on supervisors of Cochise County. Short break. Back in a moment. I know this is hard to believe, but we're up against another government shutdown later this month. And our wise leaders deal with it how they always do, with more spending. While lawmakers are high-fiving, your savings account continues to lose value. Because more spending weakens the dollar. Now end the cycle. Diversify into gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. And listen, when you open a gold IRA for every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Let me repeat that. For every 10000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Just text Bannon to 989898 to claim eligibility before Black Friday. Birch Gold can help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a gold IRA for no money out of pocket. And you still get the free gold bar. Don't let your savings become a victim 
of the further devaluation of the dollar. Remember, the BRICS countries are focused 100% on de-dollarization. Text Bannon to 989898. Receive a free gold information kit and claim your eligibility before Black Friday to receive free gold bars on your qualified purchase. Do it today. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, from Liz Harrington, our former executive editor here at the War Room, she's just put up on Truth Social and on excuse me on Twitter a uh, post of President Trump's on Truth Social. Deutsche Bank senior executive states, and I quote: "Trump had one of the strongest personal balance sheets we have seen, and totally unlike any of our major real estate developer clients." End quote. I tell you, who does not have a strong balance sheet? That would be the United States of America. And it's bad. It's actually worse than bad. It's terrible and getting a lot worse. EJ and Tony joins me now. EJ over at Heritage uh, and also works with Steve Moore and, and his team. EJ, uh, y- y- you were the first one to call it. I don't know. I might have been the first one to call this one about the trillion dollars we hit on 18 September. And I calculated that we would hit that 33 trillion on the 18th of September. And I calculated on the 28th. Of December, we would hit 34 trillion, and therefore we would add one trillion dollars to the balance sheet, our a debt, uh, in a hundred days. Now, as EJ always does, EJ always one ups me because he's better with the math than I am. EJ, you got some breaking news. Walk me through it. Well, Steve, I, I wish it was better news. Unfortunately, Treasury just borrowed more yesterday, and now we're up to $33.85 trillion for the federal debt. So for those playing along at home, that means we are less than $150 billion away from breaking that $34 trillion threshold. So we are actually on track to meet and exceed your expectations. Again, I, I wish it wasn't so, but that's where we stand right now. And and unfortunately, we are wrapping rapidly approaching that that point of no return that we've talked about many times before, where even if you can stop the spending, even if you can cut and in fact get rid of the deficit, you still have such high interest payments on the debt that the, the fiscal downward spiral is going to continue. So unfortunately, we really don't have a whole lot of time left here uh, as a nation. Uh, we're eventually going to get to the point where the only way out is just going to be inflate the debt away uh, by devaluing the currency even further. EJ, this is the one you did call. You said that we'd be over trillion in, in interest expense. That's obviously going to happen. This adding a trillion, you know, it looks like it'll take place in 90 days. And there's no crisis. I mean, there's no like pandemic or this is just all what the Biden regime and Bidenomics has put in. This is why they're running away from Bidenomics. You were also the first one to call to say, hey, Steve, uh, with the 33 trillion or 34 trillion of debt, at least a third of that has to be refinanced all the time. And because of the structural change in interest rates, they can't go long and they can't sell long. They got to keep rotating this in through notes or short-term financing at high, super at high rates, which is going to crush us. And it's set in structurally. Forget what the Fed does. You're going to have structurally high interest rates just from having to refinance the debt. I'd like to go to some and somebody backed us up today, right? Uh, the team over at Semaphore which, it, hey, is no gateway pundit and no Citizens Free Press. They did an incredible story that echoes what uh, EJ's been saying on the show. 
The Treasury auctions are the worst we've ever had in the history of the country. The bonds are getting eviscerated worse than any time since the Civil War. They can't sell these bonds. E.J., walk folks through. When the United States government can't sell bonds, what signal is that sending to the world? Oh, not a very good one, that's for sure. Essentially, what it's saying is that the the doomsday, that that date when the state is not going to be able to pay its bills, that is arriving much sooner than people anticipated. So it's no secret, Steve, that eventually the United States is going to have to massively reduce spending or raise taxes or, again, just inflate the debt away. You have you have uh, federal finance on a completely unsustainable trajectory. So eventually it has to stop. It's just a question of when. It looks like that's going to happen a heck of a lot sooner rather than later. And so people who are being asked to buy a 30-year treasury bond, for example, are really beginning to hesitate to do so because they don't know if they're actually going to get paid 30 years down the road. Or if they do get paid, they'll receive dollars that have decreased in so much in value. It's as if the treasury did explicitly default. And so as fewer and fewer people come forward during these auctions to actually buy these treasuries, whether they're bonds, bills, or notes, the interest rate continues marching higher. And you start getting a a spread between the, the initial offer and the final offer that is just getting incredibly large, so much so that that as you pointed out, you're seeing numbers not seen in years. By the way, how it affects you personally is you're screwed. <laughs> Let's just say that. Interest rates are going to be your, – your credit card at 30 uh, APR, 30% APR, going to get worse. Car loans, worse. Apartment rents, worse. Mortgages, worse. Second mortgages, not available. Um, Washington, D.C., this is what I don't get. This math is fairly straightforward. This is not quantum mechanics. They're not even having serious talks about this, E.J., And I want to give the audience some good news because of what this audience has done already. There's a a couple of tweets out saying that Speaker Johnson has now added so many things about the border and and reduced the possibility of what the face amount would be of the Ukraine funding that there looks like there's impossible to get a deal. That's the latest that just came out. And that's because this audience put in pressure. EJ, how is the political class just not dealing with this with this when it's so obvious that we have to, and they want to put up a debt commission. The Hill story today, they want to do it. We don't need a debt commission. We don't need something that's going to kick the can down the road. We need tough, deliberate action now. Why is the political class still hiding from the decisions they have to make? Well, I suppose because they believe that uh, the problems will outlive them. In other words, the problems won't actually uh, surface in such a way that that they are uh, manifested to shock the American people until all of the current office holders are actually out of office. They they believe that they can outrun this thing, which a lot of people have believed, and rightly so, for many years. But uh, eventually, that's just not going to be the case anymore. But but either way, the American people are still the ones stuck holding the bag here. And and in many ways, it's actually very heartening to hear that the House Republicans are loading these spending bills up with so many poison pills that Democrats won't vote on them, because one of the best things that could possibly happen right now is that the government actually gets shut down, that we can't agree on how Amen. to spend money. And so the government simply stops spending the money. EJ, what's your social media, particularly Twitter? Where do people get to you? 
You can find me on Twitter at Real EJ Antoni. EJ, you're doing an amazing job. We're going to get more back into this, obviously, tomorrow or the next day. A lot going on at Capitol Hill, folks. Keep your powder dry right now. People are wary of the war room posse getting up on the ramparts. You're going to have to do it, but we've got to pick our shots here. I can tell you right now, the message is coming through pretty clear on Ukraine. This is why you're seeing more of H.R. 2, more not just gimmicks, but things for H.R. 2, which make it untenable, untenable for these radical Democrats. We'll get into more of that a little bit later in the show and then tomorrow. I've got a clip. I'm going to play the clip. I'm going to go to break. I've got Dr. Malone. I have Natalie Winters on an explosive story. Let's go ahead and play it. I watched what was happening in the public domain, and I listened to folks like uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci. And what he said was that the mutations of the virus were totally consistent with a jump from animals to humans. John Ratcliffe was the United States Director of National Intelligence, the head of 18 different agencies. What I found was that there wasn't any intelligence that supported that, nor was there any scientific data that we could find. In a world exclusive, An insider reveals private discussions he had with Anthony Fauci, where they deliberately decided to downplay the lab leak theory. Dr. Robert Kadlik was a high-ranking official in the US government's preparedness and response department. He reported directly to the president, and he was also technically Fauci's superior. Here, for the first time, he opens up on camera. The key is not to let the story die because there are people who would like it to kind of go away. It's really important to kind of keep people uh, focused on it. And, and I think there has to be accountability across the board. What discussions did you have with Anthony Fauci and others behind the scenes about deliberately deciding to turn down the temperature on a lab leak? Well, it was early on in the event when I did have the conversation with uh, Dr. Uh, Collins and Dr. Fauci. It was the intent then to get the White House involved. What we were trying to do was trying to make sure that politically that you would not get into a situation where people would make accusations or allegations. But quite honestly, what happened was the exact opposite. You and Fauci in those discussions just wanted to turn the rhetoric down. Is that correct? That was it. Cadlick says Fauci was worried about protecting his own reputation. And that could be why he diverted attention away from the lab leak. That would be a natural reaction of him or anybody you know, particularly, you know, I think for him to saying, you know, what what could this do to me and to my to our institute as a consequence if we were found to have some culpability or some involvement in this? And I think it would probably, you know, made that even more acute was the fact that they didn't have good visibility into what they were doing and what they were supporting uh, through the grants, through EcoHealth Alliance, that went to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. I think that just that just probably magnified that concern. It's pretty extraordinary to, to reveal the conversations that you had with Fauci and Collins. It's pretty extraordinary to publicly say that you did try to downplay the rhetoric around a bioweapon and a lab leak. 
Are you doing this interview in part because you feel guilty about that? I just feel like it it's an obligation that I have to, to kind of say what happened. And I think to factually try to portray this, uh, not to, to get sympathy or or forgiveness, but more to saying factually, here's here's what happened. This is what we tried to do. Did it work? No. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skincare, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views, publicsq.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner. And you can get started today at publicsq.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner. Download the app now. That's publicsq.com. Publicsq.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. You think you've seen turbulence? You ain't seen nothing yet. Shot across the bow today in Arizona by an attorney general, illegitimate attorney general that covered up, they covered up their own steal there, won by 281 votes out of 2.5 million, and today she indicts these patriots down in Cochise County. Cochise County, one of the one of the best but toughest counties in this country down on the border. What those people are going through with the invasion of our country, indicts them on two felony charges. That's why you need to talk to the folks at Birch Gold. Go to birchgold.com slash Bannon. Get Philip Patrick and his team on the phone. Ask the simple question, why gold has been a hedge for mankind in turbulent times for, I don't know, 5,000 years? Just throw a number out there of recorded history. Ask the question. Get the answer. When you get the answer, get a pot of Warpath coffee, warpath.coffee slash warroom. Go to Warpath, get the dark roast, or get any. The dark roast is my baby. Uh, have a cup of coffee, get in a corner, cut your phones off, cut your computer off, cut the TV off. Even tell the kids, hey, go outside and play and think. Think for yourself. The turbulent times we go, we're in because it's only going to get worse. Trust me on that one, baby. Dr. Malone, pretty shocking. 
You've been at the middle of this since the beginning. Walk us through what we just heard and why is it important? So what we just heard was a limited hangout, and there's no way that he would have given this interview and said these statements without having them pre-vetted by the intelligence community and the DOD. So that's our starting point. Uh, and, and of course, NIH has a massive uh, public relations uh, infrastructure. So all three of these players had to have uh, their fingers in the pie on this. Uh, he is he is asserting that there has to be broad accountability. And I'm afraid that what that means is that there will be no accountability. When they say broad accountability, what they're meaning is there's general uh, um, uh, there's general blame that extends across uh, HHS and, of course, DOD uh, and and associated space, including Asper. And so the, the uh, liability here is likely to be diffuse. Uh, in my assessment, there needs to be broad accountability uh, translates to Fauci, Collins, and absolutely Cadillac need to be held accountable for this. Uh, he has some statements in here that are kind of almost Freudian. He says he feels there he has an obligation that I have to kind of say what happened. That suggests to me that somebody above him, some other deep stater, is telling him that he has to come out with this statement okay. right now. And I believe hang the on. reason is hang, because hang of on. what they got in yeah. the house on him. Okay, hang, hang on a second. I want to make sure people don't think you got a tinfoil hat on here. Um, the term limited hangout, explain that for maybe some of our newer audience members that haven't had the benefit of your previous visits. What does it mean and what does it mean in process? And then why is Cadlick such an interesting character and one that you just said, hey, is, a, is a, a veteran of the deep state, sir. Definition, limited hangout or partial hangout is a tactic used in media relations, perception management, politics and information management. It comes from the department, I'm sorry, from the intelligence community and the espionage trade. Uh, it was made famous under Nixon as the modified limited hangout. So this is a strategy that's often used by uh, the intelligence community, or we could go with Cash Patel and call it government gangsters of the deep state, to when, when uh, the burden of information is such that it's going to break and break in a way that they really don't want uh, you to look deeper into those issues, what they'll do is deploy, typically through media, in this case Sky News, a... Uh, a limited disclosure by a prominent official of the truth that is already self-evident. And what happens is the public becomes so fascinated by that that they don't follow through and look deeper. Uh, and this serves as a distraction. So that's a limited hangout. Tell me about uh, quick. Tell me about Cadillac. Then we'll bring in Natalie. Why is Cadillac such an interesting character, and why you say he's a veteran of the deep state? Uh, in my case, so I've uh, documented that Cadillac has a 25-plus a year history of working with the government, and I know personally that he was uh, basically the direct report for Michael Callahan, uh, Dr. Michael Callahan, known CIA officer that was in Wuhan either in late 2019 or the very beginning of 2020, interfacing with the CCP and uh, then managed the Diamond Princess managed the tent hospitals in New York City, uh, and uh, then also managed the policy concerning the uh, um, uh, 
elder care facilities. These are all major tragedies in, uh, along the timeline here. Uh, all through that, he's reporting to Cadillac. Uh, Cadillac was the one together with Peter Marks that developed Operation Warp Speed and managed that. Uh, and Cadillac has also this uh, bizarre revolving door relationship uh, with the Carlisle Group funded entity called Emergent Biosystems. He was one of the key founders uh, and refused to disclose to Congress in his confirmation hearings how much money he made from that. So he is he is a guy that has uh, managed the biodefense complex wow. from the outset. Wow. It all goes it always goes back to David Rubenstein, doesn't it? Carlisle Group. Hang on right there. I want to bring in our own Natalie Winters. Natalie, uh, you've been uh, hammering away at this for years. Walk me through your observations of all this. and do a victory lab about how myself and this show and Dr. Malone, we've all been right about Anthony Fauci from the start of COVID-19. And, you know, I, I know in the, uh, the interview, they like to say that they waged a campaign to downplay the lab leak theory, right? That's a bit of a euphemistic term for the systematic information warfare campaign that they waged, not just against the narrative, but people who even dared to utter the words Wuhan Institute of Virology. Um, but frankly, I agree with Dr. Malone's critique of this interview. And I think he really laid out the groundwork for who exactly Dr. Cadillac is, right? He is the swamp. He is the medical, the pharmaceutical industrial complex incarnate, frankly. And I don't actually think that he's going rogue. And I, I want to contextualize this because as you well know, Steve and Dr. Malone, as you pointed out, when you're dealing with stories that are obvious to anyone who is viewing them, um, it really has to do with the media ecosystem and how they roll it out, right? When they choose to say certain stories are true or not, just think of the Hunter Biden hard drive. So this Sky News uh, little segment comes just a week after a very interesting Vanity Fair report. Now, Pause on that because Vanity Fair, the very same author who wrote this article, also wrote an article a few months ago interviewing Dr. Cadlick, who also kind of similarly blew the whistle, particularly on Anthony Fauci. But in this latest report, which was conveniently dropped just ahead of Thanksgiving, so it was buried in the news cycle in Vanity Fair, there were explosive allegations in there, not only that Anthony Fauci and NIH officials were forewarned just months before COVID-19 happened that the research they were funding in China was being co-opted by the People's Liberation Army. But there was also a report that U.S. government officials who were basically conducting safety checks at the Wuhan Institute of Virology were told, and I quote, to delete information from their reports about the basically gain-of-function research that was going on at that laboratory. And I think to go sort of meta and really, I think to adopt Dr. Malone's limited hangout critique, I think you have to link this Sky News segment to the now evolving narrative that we've seen in the mainstream media, which is that a new pandemic is potentially resurging. Because what you didn't see in that clip, because I don't know if it's actually contained in the video or if it's just written, is a very interesting statement from Cadlick, which is the tools of science to do this kind of synthetic biology, this risky research has not been limited to China. It happens in the United States. It happens in a lot of places in the world. And we could have another one of these pandemics if we don't accept that. So in other words, I think you may be seeing people like Dr. Cadlick sort of embrace this idea that gain-of-function research could potentially have birthed COVID-19 because they're laying the predicate for the next pandemic. 
So, Dr. Malone, we talked a little bit about this yesterday on, on this current thing. And Drudge all day, you know, has gone to the Mac Daddy. Uh, something's coming, you know, thunder out of China. Europe's already starting to shut down. Masks are coming back. You're already starting to see, you know, we're all we're back into March of 2020. Uh, what say you, sir? So I just came back from Romania and I haven't seen any of this. And I'm busy talking to European politicians right now about the possibility of doing a uh, late February, hopefully, uh, International COVID Summit number five here in the USA. And none of them are talking about those things. So uh, what the Chinese are asserting and the data supports them is that this is hype. It's spun up and this is just respiratory syncytial virus, influenza, SARS-CoV-2 with an overlay of mycoplasma in the winter. Seasonal pneumonia, not a big deal. And this is not a novel virus. This is not an engineered pathogen. There's absolutely no sign of that. All of that is just fear porn hype that's been spun up. That we're doing through again. What would you like to see from Cadillacs? What is your, because we got this subcommittee, it exactly hasn't been you know, burning daylight. Uh, but tell me, what do you recommend we do to get to the bottom of this? We got to get to the bottom of it. We don't need broad accountability yet. We need the accountability of the top guys that did this and knew about it uh, and or looked the other way. So what is your recommendation? We got a couple minutes on this side of the break. Tell me what you tell me what Dr. Malone wants to do. So uh, I've heard criticism now. Uh, Andrew Huff is claiming that Marjorie Taylor Greene is trying to take everybody's eye off the ball by focusing on the jab uh, in this select committee, whereas the committee members have been focused on the origin, ostensibly according to MTG, because a bunch of them are docs and they're afraid of causing vaccine hesitancy. So they don't want to go after the jab story. So if that's the consensus within the committee, we're only going to focus on the origin of the virus, then by God, let's make that public. Let's get that information out and let's see what they actually have. Because my colleagues that are uh, uh, federal investigators and others that are in the gears right now are telling me that there is a significant body of information now that's been accumulated by the House committee. And I infer that that is the driver behind this limited hangout disclosure is that uh, there's awareness in the IC and uh, across the deep state that these these documents, this information, this data uh, is now uh, on the verge of going public. And I think that it's uh, high time that we get to see it. And, you know, what that probably means is they will deploy it right before Christmas or some other convenient moment uh, where we'll all forget about it. But uh, I think it's time for it to come out and to uh, move forward with uh, potential prosecution on the basis of that. Over. Dr. Malone, uh, where do people go to get to your Substack and all the other great content you're putting up? So the Substack, thank you very much, is, and this is, <laughs> this is the only thing that supports us anymore, is uh, uh, rwmalonemd.substack.com. The title is Who is Robert Malone? A nod to who is John Galt. And uh, on social media, it's at rwmalonemd on Truth Social, uh, Getter, Gab, and X. Dr. Malone, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Okay, this is explosive. Natalie Winters is going to stick with us through the break. Uh, remember, you cannot trust this government. Let's just be brutally frank. 
the hide the football, the misrepresentation, the lies. We started the show this morning about what they're doing uh, with artificial intelligence, reorganizing the government around it. That's according to, to Schmidt, not Steve Bannon. Schmidt says that in this executive order of the president. More than ever, you need to have IT security, your communication security. Go to Silent, S-L-N-T. Get their uh, Faraday bags, the top ones made. Go check it out today. S-L-N-T, Silent.com. Back in a moment. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider standing behind their service and their values as a company. They are an example of putting the cause ahead of profits. And it's why I am proud and the War Room Posse is proud to partner with them. For Black Friday, Patriot Mobile wants to give you a brand new smartphone when you make the switch today. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you access to all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. And repeat that without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and much more. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, and for a limited time, get a smartphone for free. Go to PatriotMobile.com Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code FRIDAY76. That's Friday 76. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code Friday 76. Again, we're talking about a free smartphone. Offer is eligible only with the Black Friday promo code Friday 76. This is a limited time offer. Join me. Make that switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Promo code Friday76. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Breaking across the Bloomberg wire right now, congressional negotiators on Tuesday were poised to abandon plans to use the annual defense policy bill to tighten controls on U.S. investment in Chinese technology, according to people familiar. This is all being driven by Patrick McHenry. Patrick McHenry, he had the bow tie that cut the worst deal ever for the debt ceiling. This is the reason we have a trillion dollars added to the national debt in 90 days. That's what EJ saying. Bannon says 100 days. EJ says 90 days, $1 trillion, because it got Patrick McHenry, the chief negotiator of that disastrous bill. Now he's trying to get back in to fund the CCP's military technology. You cannot make this up, ladies and gentlemen. You folks in North Carolina got a lot of explaining to do down there in McHenry's county, McHenry's district. Natalie, you've been at this for years. Give me your assessment, ma'am, of what uh, you've seen and what should happen. Well, I think the baseline takeaway from the clip you played and something that the war room audience knows way too well is that the people who are making the decisions about the COVID pandemic, they weren't dealing in truth. They weren't dealing in reality. And frankly, they never cared about American lives. They were always playing politics. And Anthony Fauci was quite literally 
putting China first. So I think where we need to go with this, I, of course, agree with Dr. Malone on the front of the particularly the origins investigation. But I think we need to extrapolate the fact that Anthony Fauci and his colleagues, his superiors and inferiors, uh, were lying knowingly, not just about the origins, but also probably about mandates, the public health measures they rolled out dare I say, vaccines, I think we need to really evaluate every single inch of America's COVID-19 response through the very same lens through which we've looked at the origins, which is Anthony Fauci and co are lying. So are the Chinese Communist Party, but they're equally culpable. And I think that's where investigators need to press down, because how nefarious and evil is it that if Anthony Fauci knew behind closed doors that COVID-19 came from China, Yet he still opposed Donald Trump's decision to introduce a travel ban. It really makes you think. No, and gain of function, it came from his gain of function. There's so much there. Natalie, how do people get to your research, your articles, everything you've got going on? Uh, Natalie G. Winters on all platforms. Thank you so much for having me. Natalie, uh, thank you. Uh, the hammer drops. This thing is sick. It's absolutely sick. Makes me sick to my stomach. That's why, by the way, make sure get a Faraday bag. Go to silent.com, S-L-N-T. Make sure you get one of these Faraday bags. You will not be disappointed. And who knows who's listening? Mike Lindell, they're always listening to you. They're trying to put you out of business. They're trying to get your employees, put your, trying to put your employees in bankruptcy. IRS doesn't care. They want Trump and they want Lindell. By the way, Trump had the Deutsche Bank executive come out today and say, it's the single finest personal balance sheet the bank, Deutsche Bank, one of the top banks has ever worked with in the real estate area. Come on, man. And now, see, they'll, they'll do anything to get you and to get Trump. How are we doing out there? Well, I've been on the phone with the bank, uh, with my former bank, almost all afternoon. Um, uh, this particular bank closes tomorrow. Uh, this was part of my big cancellation they did on me over the last three months. And one piece where we deal with uh, our overseas vendors, we're trying to get that lined up. And they're really being, uh, um, I don't know what the word would be, hardball. I'm going, um, you guys have no risk here. I don't know why you're doing this to me. But anyway, it's one thing after another, Steve. But at least I have the peace that everything's going to be great going forward. And most of that's been because of the War Room Posse for buying all our products. So I have a piece when I'm out here on the road. All of them are busy now making the my pillows. They're busy in shipping. We're offering this free shipping on your entire order for the uh, for the next couple of weeks. Here's just one of the specials, everybody. You get two of these my pillows, and uh, we make these 100% made in the USA. They'll go, go anywhere. Pillow with the with the roll and go pillowcases on. You get two of them for 19.98. And free shipping. So if you've never tried a my pill, what a great way to try it. You got the American flag, you got me holding the flag, help save our country. There's over a hundred different choices to choose from, but you but your whole order ships for free. Use that promo code WARROOM. Call my operators, please, everybody. 800 um, um I missed the number there, but they you can give it at the end, maybe Steve here. Um, but there it is, everybody. All these items are sheets as low as $24.98, the lowest price in history, and we're giving free shipping on your entire order. One of the things I want to bring up is that the MyPillow mattress topper and the MyPillow mattresses, we make them all here in the USA, every part of it, and they are the best sleeping mattresses and MyPillow toppers you've ever seen. 
The bed toppers put them on any bed. Remember, everybody, the same input, you're going to get the same output in the morning. So if you need, if you're getting have those sores and body aches and pains, get the MyPillow mattress topper. That's as low as $99.98 with your promo code WARROOM. 100% made in the USA, but your whole order ships for free, including those big items like the mattresses right to your front door. So, um, Steve, I can't thank the War Room Posse enough in these times. I've been nothing but attacked and attacked to silence me. But I'm out here louder than ever, believe me, folks. <laughs> By the way, Mike, I've only got 60 seconds. In Arizona, in Arizona, uh, they just indicted the folks down in Cochise County. Uh, give me your thoughts on that for trying to get horrible, paper ballots, trying to make sure that they horrible. got a full count. Yeah. Two felony Steve, charges. I worked with them. Back, yeah. Yeah, it is horrible, everybody. I worked with those people back when they were not going to certify the Arizona election. And they, I worked with those people directly. What they're doing to them is horrific. All they want to do is get paper ballots hand counted and, and they press charges against them. This is, you know, and this is way, what this goes back to the 2022 election when Cochise County, all of them were going to stand up and say, we're not going to certify. Horrible what they did today, Steve. We're gonna fight it all the way up. This is the first. We got these people. This back. is the first shot. This this is the first shot across the bow of 2024. They're trying to put supervisors in prison. Mike, thank you very yep. much. Numbers eight hundred eight seven three one zero six two or mypillow.com. Promo code warm to get all the special deals. Next coming up, I want you to stick around. We're gonna to go to New Hampshire at the Supreme Court today was argued, I think, one of the most important cases, Dan Richards. One man alone, one patriot stood up. He's got it to the Supreme Court. They argued the case today about can you change election law without going back to the Constitution. This is a Constitution from 1784. You're going to meet Dan Richards. We're also going to talk about Ireland. We've got a lot more to go into, more capital markets, all of it next in the war room. Stick around. We'll be back in just a moment. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. 
you can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.